Well, hello there, everyone. Happy Sunday. Deontay Pete here with the Money Shot Podcast, streaming right here on Anchor. want to thank those of you who are listening on Spotify. Folks, let's get you caught up on what's happening in sports. So, Antonio Brown. <laughs> I'm looking right now because I still have my Madden 19 uh, video game on my Xbox. And I look at this case cover and I realize, okay, yeah, he looked good in black and yellow. Okay. Thought he looked all right in black and white. Didn't look too bad in blue. Now he is no longer playing in the NFL to get you caught up it was the other day Thursday it was Thursday or Friday I was at work and uh, I got a notification on my phone it said Patriots have released wide receiver Antonio Brown I'm like you have got to be kidding me there's no way this could be true so I told my manager I was like hey look you know the Patriots just released AB he goes no runs over to his computer starts look starts typing it up he goes no nah, that's fake bro that's fake I was like yeah, refresh your screen you'll see it he refreshes his screen Antonio Brown was released by the Patriots a lot of it has to do with the allegations the sexual allegations that he was accused of uh, with his trainer and um, we don't know too much more about it here's what Here's what we do know, and here's what, uh, let's go back to, let's go back to what AB said this morning on social media, and it was, I don't know, it was weird. So it says, Antonio Brown said this. Will not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. We'll see if the NFL PA hold them accountable. Um, said they can't void guaranteed contracts anymore. Going up to $40 million, two months. We'll see if they pay up. So then... Antonio Brown tweeted this. So you guys know Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback of the Steelers, was accused of being, was accused of raping. And this was in 2010. Antonio Brown posted this. Uh, He posted this and it says, two years after being accused of raping a Nevada woman, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is being investigated in allegations of sexual assault at a Georgia nightclub, police said Friday. And this was 2010. Antonio Brown tweeted this and said, four games for Big Ben. Crazy. I'm done. Meaning... Meaning that, you know, he, he thinks it's crazy how the Steelers or how the NFLPA was only able to give Big Ben a four-game suspension and not a season suspension for this. Now, as we as we continue to 
move along with this story. Um, Antonio Brown, like I said, he's done. He's he's done playing for the NFL. I'm dropping his ass off my fantasy team. <laughs> That's it. Uh, if he, I I don't think he's gonna come back. I don't see him playing football anymore. And I mean, if he does, congratulations. You know, he's gonna get signed by someone. But this has been a trending story since he left Pittsburgh. I mean, this is this. The media has been following, but or excuse me, the media has been following Antonio Brown since he left Pittsburgh. They wanted to see what he was going to do, and Robert Kraft and the uh, Patriots organization just said, "Hey, look, we got it. We got to part ways here. You know, we're we're trying to be a uh, we're trying to have a winning culture, um, and we can't have guys like you bringing us down." So that's it for that. And like I said, we'll get you guys caught up. Um, more, more news for that here in just a minute. Let's go back to college football Saturday. A slate of games that were played. A lot of good games. A couple of upsets. So let's get you. Let's dive in right now. Let's get you some scores from yesterday. From Friday, it was the USC Trojans upsetting number 10th ranked Utah. 30-23. Number 20 ranked Boise State with a 30-19 win over Air Force. The number 1 ranked team Clemson with a 52-10 win over the Charlotte Charlotte 59ers. Excuse me. It was number 6 ranked Ohio State with a 76-5 win over Miami, Ohio. Number 2 ranked Alabama with a 49-7 victory over Southern Mississippi. Vanderbilt, or excuse me, LSU ranked 4th in the nation with a 66-38 victory over Vanderbilt. Number 9th ranked Florida with a 34-3 victory over Tennessee. Number 13th ranked Wisconsin with a 35-14 victory over Michigan. Number 23rd ranked Cal Berkeley with a 28-20 victory over the Ole Miss Rebels. It was number 8th ranked Auburn with a 28-20 victory over 17th ranked Texas A&M. Number 15th ranked UCF falling to the University of Pittsburgh 35-34 in that upset. Number 22nd ranked Washington with a 45-19 victory over BYU. Number, or excuse me, unranked SMU Southern Methodist with a 41-38 victory over 25th ranked Texas Christian University. Number 16th ranked Oregon with a 21-6 victory over Stanford. Number 21st ranked Virginia. 28-17 victory over Old Dominion. Number 12th ranked Texas with a 36-30 victory over Oklahoma State. Number 3rd ranked Georgia with a 23-17 victory over number 7th ranked Notre Dame. It was Colorado with a 34-31 victory over Arizona State. And to wrap up the list of slate of games from last night. It was the UCLA Bruins with a 67-63 victory over number 19th ranked Washington State. 
So, a lot of high-scoring games played here in week four of college football and upsets. I mean, let's talk about... Let's talk about that Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh UCF. I mean, UCF, a couple years ago, they were the undefeated, undisputed champions from what we know of. But they got beat by Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh's not a bad squad. You know, they've been a team that's, you know, they've been building. They're rebuilding their team. They're trying to, you know, they have a bunch of young guys on their roster. That's why it's hard for them to win games. And especially with them playing in the ACC, the ACC's kind of tough. And I think uh, Pittsburgh is going to be one of those teams that makes a bowl game this year. I think they uh, have a lot of potential of uh, going very far this year. I mean, like I said, as far as a bowl game, maybe one in six, seven games if they can. Because um, right now they're at two and two. So you got four more games, you got a guaranteed bowl game. As for UCF, I mean, you're going to drop in the rankings. But, you know, there's still a whole lot of football left to be played. So don't count yourself out yet. I wouldn't count UCF out. Um, they still have potential to put themselves back in the top 10 if they can. Uh, Ohio State and Miami, Ohio. So, a lot of you guys know that I'm an Ohio State fan. I love Ohio State. Even though I was born in Cincinnati. So, moral of the story. Uh, just kidding. Um, so, Ohio State played Miami, Ohio. And the first quarter, Miami of Ohio was up 5 to nothing over Ohio State. Five nothing over Ohio State. I'm sitting there like, oh my goodness, we're about to get beat by Miami of Ohio. So I'm sitting there thinking like, eh, it's Ohio State. You know, they'll get off to you know they typically get off to a rough start and they'll they'll end up smacking the team in like the second half. And that's what they did. That's what they did. All six touchdowns in the second half came from quarterback Justin Fields. This guy is phenomenal. I There should be no reason why he shouldn't be in the Heisman running this year. No reason why. And I get it's only week four. I get they've only played cupcake, cupcake teams. But this guy, he came, out of, he came out of Georgia. Okay? He was transferred from Georgia. He played behind Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm is probably the best quarterback in College Nation right now college football nation. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say he's better than Tua Tagovailoa. You know. Will I say he's better than Jalen Hurts? Absolutely. I think Jake Fromm is better than Jalen Hurts. Because, here's the thing. I think Jalen Hurts is a phenomenal quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But, Jake Fromm, for him to be a pocket passer, that's really what you need to be to, pl- to play in the NFL. I mean, it's good that you can run, but look at Lamar Jackson. You know, this dude's this dude's a running back. <laughs> Damn near, he's a running back. And um, who knows? I think Lamar if Lamar Jackson keeps running like how he is, he might just get hurt because he's wearing tear on his body. I mean, I would I wouldn't be running freaking 
20 times a game. I mean, if I have to. Um, I guess that's just how the Ravens set up their offense. But, um, but no, it's, it's crazy because in the NFL, all, all you really need to learn how to do is pass the, pass the ball. Throw it. I mean, you really don't need a running quarterback. If you see half the quarterbacks in the league, they're pocket passers. For example, Jacoby Brissett, Big Ben, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, I mean, Gardner Minshew. And I, I get I get that as a quarterback, you have to scramble out of the pocket. I understand the aspect of that because your line's collapsing, you got no one open, so you got to run. But if you're getting the ball every play and you're doing like a counter or an option play or just a quarterback jet sweep, I mean, the more you do that, I mean, we, we, we've seen it happen. And, I, and, and Michael Vick was probably the fastest quarterback in NFL history. I mean, this dude set records for most rushing yards as a quarterback. Um, will Lamar, I will, do I think Lamar Jackson will be at that level? We'll see. Maybe they should just move Lamar Jackson to wide receiver. I mean, hell, that's what they did with Braxton Miller. They did that with Terrell Pryor. So why can't they do it with Lamar Jackson? Play him, play him at some wide receiver spot sometimes. But I really think Jake Fromm is a better quarterback than Tugavaila and Jalen Hurts. And and I, like I said, from the start of the season, Oklahoma, or excuse me, not Oklahoma, Georgia, will be in the national championship game this year. They beat Notre Dame, a really good Notre Dame squad. And Notre Dame, um, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say Notre Dame drops too much out of the rankings because of this loss. Um, I think it was because they lost to a Power Five school. Now, if uh, if for some reason Notre Dame loses to like Stanford or. Um, or you know whoever else they play, you know Stanford, Duke, or USC. Then then you start to wonder. Okay, well now our rankings are going to drop tremendously because we just lost two games in a row. Um, but Alabama keeps routing the wins. Ohio State keeps routing the wins. Georgia's doing a really good job. Oklahoma's doing great. Um, Clemson as well. <laughs> Clemson beat Charlotte last night, and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor freaking Lawrence. Um, this guy, this guy has NFL talent. Um, you know, he's an NFL, he's an NFL caliber quarterback. And uh, I think whoever drafts him takes him next year in the draft. Uh, they're that that team that drafts him is going to feel pretty damn great about drafting him. They're going to feel pretty good about drafting him. So, whole lot, of, a whole lot of college football left to be played. Um, to keep you guys updated on that we are going to actually we're going to stay back with college football sorry because there's one there's one thing I want to address here UCLA and Washington State I mean you talk about high score in football games this is like a high school basketball game score so let's let's so Let's let's go back here. 
at the end of the first half, Washington State was beating UCLA 35-17. to Okay. The start of the third quarter, Washington State's up 42-17. to 49-17. UCLA scores a touchdown, 49, 41, 49, 38, 49, 36, 56, uh, 46, 56, 53, 56, 60, 60, 63, 67, 63. How in the hell did UCLA pull that one off? I mean, you were down 42 to 17. Washington State's probably like, oh, we got this game won. Mike Leach, head coach Mike Leach, is probably still on the sidelines. All right, we're about to put in our, our young guys back at quarterbacks, get ready. Same thing that happened with Purdue and Nevada. Purdue was up 24 to 7, 34 to, 31 to 14. Nevada came back and won by a field goal. You talk about high-scoring games, and Washington State's going to follow the rankings after this game because they're ranked 19th. Actually, who knows? They might drop down. They might drop down, and, or they might drop out. But this game was one to watch because I, I was watching that game. I watched maybe like the first first 15 minutes of the game, and I was like, okay, like this game's not bad. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's not too bad. You know, it's a good game. It was close. And like I said, Washington State turned it on, and next thing you know, UCLA just makes a comeback. You never know who's going to win college football. I would never count out a team that's down by maybe as much as 17 points, 14 points at the at the least. But because you never know, you never know. The league is so uh, so um, college football is so different <laughs> it's, it's it's it is so we're gonna turn our attention to the nfl week three here's what you could watch the steelers will take on the 49ers Bengals, bills dolphins cowboys broncos packers falcons colts ravens chiefs vikings raiders jets patriots Eagles, Lions, Cardinals, Panthers, Buccaneers, Giants, Texas Chargers, Seahawks, Saints, and for the first time in a millennium, the Cleveland Browns are going to have a Sunday night football game. All the hype is on the Browns this year. They won last week against the Jets. Now they have a tough test against Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams. Let's see how this one goes. LA Rams are projected by three and a half points. Now that could drastically change. Depending on how well Baker Mayfield plays, I really think the Rams will win this one because I don't I just I just don't see the the Rams have a high scoring offense and their defense is still good. Nikel Roby Coleman, um, they still have um, 
Uh, Donald, I mean, this this team is really good. This team is phenomenal, and I would not uh, I would not count the Rams out this year. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't even count the Browns out this year because they're only one and one. So that's what you could watch today. And tomorrow it'll be the Bears and the zero and two Redskins on Monday Night Football. So yeah. A lot of football left to be played in week three. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how, um, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers do today with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Um, Hopefully, I'm hoping and praying that they'll win. I think this is a, you know, this is a road test for these guys. They're playing the 49ers out west. So, shouldn't be too bad of a game. Like I said, that game will be played at 425. And got a slate of games coming your way. There's one thing I want to talk about. And it's the Buffalo Bills. And I get that it's still early in the year, you know. But they're 2-0. They are 2-0. and They play the Bengals this week. And the Bengals are 0-2. If the Bills win a day, they'll be 3-0. Meaning, they'll be tied with the Patriots if the Patriots beat the Jets today. That's insane. The Bills and the, uh... Bills and the Patriots are going to be competing for that, uh... Number one spot in the AFC East this year. (laughs) But... Um... You know, the more you think about it, it's like, well, Tom Brady. I, I, just, I just don't see. There's Tom Brady's taking something. There's no way the dude could be 42 years old and look like he's 28. There's, there's just no way. I don't believe it. I mean, I, I, he's probably. I don't know. He's probably, probably eats healthy. I mean, I wish I could. Eat, I wish I could say I eat healthy <laughs> to say the least, but. Bills Bengals to catch that game at one o'clock today. Bills are favored by six and a half points. And my fantasy team. So I picked up Gardner Minshew, okay, the quarterback, backup quarterback for the Jaguars. Asking myself, why did I not start him? I mean, this guy is phenomenal. Like. I'm probably going to start him this next week, week four. Oh, you best believe I'm starting Gardner Minshew over Phillip Rivers. Because Phillip Rivers is playing against the Texans today. And they have, Texans have a good defense. You know, they have uh, Watt and I forgot they got rid of Javon Clowning. But Texans still have a really good defense. But aside from that, How well will Philip Rivers do? I mean, they're on the road in Houston. And the Chargers have struggled on the road this year. Actually, in the past, I should say. It ain't going to be an easy test. But Philip Rivers doesn't put up at least 18 points for me this week. I'm starting Gardner Minshew next week. <laughs> 
But that's all from football. NFL, like I said, you have a slate of games today. Um, and, of course, this afternoon onto the evening and tonight, Sunday night football game against the Browns and the Los Angeles Rams. Catch that game tonight on NBC. So, baseball, the MLB, less than a week. And playoff race is coming together. Get you caught up on some games from last night. Cincinnati Reds with a 3-2 victory over the Mets. Yankees with a 7-2 victory over the Blue Jays. The Cardinals with a 9-8 victory over the Cubs. The Rays with a 5-4 victory over the Red Sox. The White Sox with a 5-3 victory over the Tigers. The Nationals with a 10-4 victory over the Marlins. The Mariners with a 7-6 victory over the Orioles. The Angels with a 8-4 victory over the Astros. The Royals with a 12-5 victory over the Twins. The Phillies with a 9-4 victory over the Indians. The Brewers with a 10-1 victory over the Pirates. The Braves with a 8-1 victory over the Giants. The Diamondbacks with a 4-2 victory over the Padres. The Athletics with a 12-3 victory over the Rangers. And the Rockies with a 4-2 victory over the Dodgers. So, for the Dodgers, at this point, it doesn't even matter. They have clinched their division. They've clinched. Uh, I mean, they're probably going to clinch the first place in the National League. So, no hurt there. The Cubs are, from what it sounds like, they're out of the playoff contention. I mean, they lost to the Reds. They lost to the Cardinals. I mean, this this Cubs team, and a lot of it has to deal with their bullpen. I mean, you got their starters going five, six innings. But when it's bullpen time, I mean, their bullpen's giving up an average um, at least four four runs a game. Um, that's not good. Because you want to definitely the lower the better. So the bullpen's giving up a lot of runs. And that's like last night they played against the Cardinals. And that was a huge game. That was a huge game for the Cubs. And they blew it. Craig Kimbrell gave up two home runs in the ninth inning, and it sealed the deal for the for the Cardinals. Now the Cardinals are thinking, "Hey, we got this one in the bag." They wrap up that series today, but the problem is, we look at the standings in the NL Central. The Cubs have dropped to third place in the NL Central. Right now, they're out of playoff contention. The only way they'd be able to make a run, well, is if they somehow win seven games. Um, I guess that's the only... It's really the only thing. Won't be easy. It's definitely going to be hard. It's going to be tough. But right now, they're out of playoff contention. And the Cardinals, from what it looks like, the Cardinals are going to win the Central Division this year. And I I tell everyone, I'm like, 
I, I told my buddy, I was like, man, I, th- I really think Milwaukee will win it. Milwaukee still can. Milwaukee's only three games out. So, that is what's going on in the NL Central. Of course, the Braves have clinched their spot. The Dodgers, the Astros, the Yankees. And, and the AL Central is still a race. Cleveland Indians trail by four games. Um, and from what it looks like in the out west in the AL, that the Athletics might clinch a spot in the wild card. So, like I said, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Here's what you can catch today in baseball. One second here. Mets Rays, or excuse me, Mets Reds, Blue Jays Yankees, Mariners Orioles, Red Sox Rays, Tigers White Sox, Marlins Nationals, Giants Braves, Angels Astros, Pirates Brewers, Twins Royals, Cubs Cardinals, Athletics Rangers, Diamondback Padres, Dodgers Rockies, Phillies, Indians. So, still got just less than a week, less than a week and a half left of baseball. Um, and like I said, we'll get you guys caught up on that uh, come Wednesday. Wednesday we'll have some more stats and uh, the final, hopefully the the final what if standings for the MLB. And of course, we'll follow coverage into the MLB playoffs. Can't wait. Again, my predictions: the Yankees in the and the, and the Dodgers. So, want well, to thank everyone for tuning in today to the Money Shot Podcast. Um, for those of you who are listening on Spotify, it's a pleasure that you guys were able to tune in today. And we will catch you guys back here on Wednesday. Have a great day, folks.